There's this myth that to be an artist, you must struggle. I'm here to tell you that that's not true. This is a podcast for people who are looking to realign with their inspiration and intuition. We chat with industry professionals about everything from their spiritual experiences to the everyday practices that help them stay energetically and mentally in tune. My name is Madeline Corliss. I'm the creator of The Energy Studio. Welcome to The Energy Studio Podcast. Today, we are giving you the podcast episode that so many people have been asking for. Yara Skagfjord and I are going to talk about past lives. And uh, I have to just give you some background on this episode. So uh, I have been thinking for a while about how to approach the topic of past lives because they're such a unique thing. And I was talking with Yara a few weeks ago, and we were both expressing how difficult we find it to express past lives other than sharing our own experiences and as we were talking this light bulb went off for both of us and we're like oh we just have to like sit down and talk about our experiences because I think hearing the stories of others is the most human way of learning and the most human way of understanding and after all we are human so uh get ready this conversation is just full of juicy goodness I'm so excited let's go amazing let's start talking about past lives oh my gosh so I woke up this morning and I was like, wow, I haven't really thought about what I want to talk about. And I was like, that's not true. Like you think about this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Every day of yeah. my life, I think about this. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting because so many people have been asking for a podcast episode about past lives. Mm-hmm. And yes, Flynn, Flynn agrees. And I've just felt resistant to recording it because I'm like, I don't really know how to talk about them. Mm-hmm. because they're so unique yeah and uh and then when we were talking about them a few weeks ago I was like this is how it is like you just have to hear stories of them and I was thinking back about like books that I read about them mm-hmm. and that's really the only thing that was in the books was like s- the stories of people's yeah books. totally I I agree like people ask me about that all the time um it can be tricky because and I say tricky because people in my experience, when they when they ask about past lives or want to know about past lives, it is to hear the story. It is the curiosity of the thing. Mm-hmm. So often when when people, you know, like when sometimes people show up to a, to a healing session, like they specifically want to look into past lives. And I'm always like, um, like, I never want to look into it just for the sake of looking into it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say never, but like I would refrain I w- and I would I would suggest refraining from looking at it just out of the curiosity. Right. And like the and sort of um, like, is there actually something in your life currently going on or like a theme that keeps coming up like the same lesson over and over again? Is there a person in your life that you have this inexplicable connection with? If there's something that you can't really fully explain Mm-hmm. why it's happening or like logically logically you know because you can go to your childhood and like oh it's probably because of this and that because of this childhood wound and like etc cetera, etc cetera. but if there's something um inexplicable kind of like this is so weird and I don't I know that something's up but I don't know what it is that is normally when I'm like that it's possible that it could be a past life and then I look into it based off of that but I'm, I'm not someone who sits down like, okay, let's see what past lives I've been through. Yeah. I'm the same way. And I think, um, 
Kristen actually said this to me once and I was like, wow, that really hit home of our past lives reveal themselves as they need to. And like, we shouldn't, not that we shouldn't, but I don't think we need to know everything that's happened to us in the past because like some of that stuff, we don't want to know. Like there are a lot of things about my past. Like I have some past lives where I was uh, not a good witch, if we put it that way. And uh, in working with healers, they're like, there are just things that we don't need to know. Like it's not going to serve us. And I think it's really interesting too, to realize that in healings, at least in my experience, past lives don't come up just as like fun facts. It's a lot of the time it's like, oh, there's a wound that wasn't healed that you're still carrying in this life. Mm -hmm. Or uh, there are things and there were agreements in that past life that are holding you to certain obligations in this life that you don't want to be doing anymore. And and I think sometimes there's some confusion about that because until you've experienced that, I don't think uh, it can easily be seen as like a trivial story that's just like fun to know. Yeah. And some um, of them are like, there was, yeah. there was this thing, um, I had a healing just a few days ago where I was like, okay, so what's going on with this? I had an idea. I was like, oh, this is probably either ancestral or a past life thing. Mm-hmm. So I went in and, and looked for, for her and they showed me like a, a bunch of past lives that, that had like the same thing theme or like she was constantly asking herself the same question throughout all of those lives. And then I was expecting, you know, um, because like, I'm used to like, okay. And then I, then I look at what needs to be healed. And like, I call in my guides and like, how is this, you know, showing up, but you know what I mean? Like this whole big past life healing, but this was a very interesting one because they just showed me mm-hmm. and they were like, oh no, you don't need to do anything. Yeah, It is just for her to know. So sometimes even just the awareness mm-hmm. of, of knowing that like, oh, this is a recurring theme in my life. So if I, um, so maybe <laughs> I, I can just put this to bed or maybe I can just choose to stop asking myself this question yeah. or I can work on, okay, interesting. I keep asking myself the same question. So maybe this is one of the lessons that I'm supposed to learn in this life. And maybe I can do, add some, some extra things to my, I don't know, daily routine or like sort of, you know, keep in the back of my mind as I go through this current life that I'm in to kind of like work on healing that or answering that question for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's, it, a healing is not necessarily necessary in terms of like big sort of, um, you know, like shamanic, like the work that we do, you know, like, like, like pulling on those threads and like healing stuff and like releasing, cutting cords, all of those things. Sometimes that's not necessary. Sometimes it's like, no, it's just helpful for her to know. For example, for me, I remember um, during one, one healing where a few past lives showed up. One of the past lives that showed up for me was, um, the, this life that I, that I had, that was like very, a lot of struggle. And that is actually a theme throughout many of my lives. It's like this survival mode, like building strength, building stamina, all of these things. And just like really, um, yeah, just like being in survival mode and struggling and like living in really harsh conditions. And, um, (laughs) sometimes I'm like, why, why do I keep choosing that for myself? Like, what the hell? Um, uh, so one of them was this life where I had like 10 she was like I can't tell if it's like 10 to 12 children she was like I think that you had 12 but only 10 survived and then like you died away from them and you had all this guilt about like not being able to to be there for all of these children that you had brought into the world all, all like this big 
um, like responsibility, obligation, like you have other people that you need to be taken care of, all of these things. So she said to me, she was like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in this life you didn't want to have children at all. And I was like, that is exactly correct. I have never like ever in my life, like since, since I was born into this current life, I have not wanted, I've not had the, the feeling of wanting children, like the desire to have children and take care of children, children has never arisen mm. for me. Never. Like, yeah, sure. I look at them and they're cute. And like, my sister has a nephew. I love him dearly. And I love taking care of him, like babysitting him every now and then. Um, but having children of my own, nope. So she's like, yeah, well, that makes sense. And, and like, I could never understand why I thought something was wrong with me. Mm. I thought, um, yeah, just like the, the, cause it's pressure and this sort of, um, assumption that that everybody's going to have their own children and I and I seriously thought I was like why like there's no logical explanation oh maybe it's because I'm the oldest and I too but like still like that doesn't really make any sense you know what I mean like for the longest time I was trying to explain it and then I went into the feminist mode of like well women shouldn't have to you know like have children to be worthy of of living all of these things which of course is true absolutely it's true and it should be everybody's choice but just the awareness that oh I've already done that yeah I've already done that in like the most extreme way possible mm-hmm. like oh I know what this is I've done this I don't feel the need the desire hasn't risen because I mean at, at the moment you know here right now on in February 2021 um I I still I still don't feel that way we never know what's going to happen in the future yeah. But it was just like, it brought me so much peace to just be like, oh, th- it, there's nothing, there's nothing the, the matter with you. And it would like, even if you didn't have a past life like that, it, there still wouldn't be anything the matter with you. But you know what I mean? Just like this, yeah. when someone, and it's also when someone else shares similar stories and they just know that you're not alone, you know, it's sort of like yeah. a similar feeling like, oh, I'm not alone. It's like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like I've just already done this, you know? Yeah. Well, and as you're talking, I'm trying to think, or I was trying to think of um, past lives that I've discovered that haven't needed healing and were just Mm -hmm. like informative. And the biggest one for me was remembering that I've been a healer in past lives. And when I first started doing this work and when I was still in the phase of like exploring it and exploring it for myself, I had a past life come through that was a healer and she was clearly very powerful and um and she came forward as like an ally for me and being like hey look you already know these things you just have to like tap into your soul because your soul knows it but your conscious mind doesn't know it and as soon as I was as I did that I was telling this story the other day um I it wasn't accidental it was pretty intentional but I did three soul retrievals on myself And I had no idea what they were and no idea what I was doing. And I just tuned into that part of my soul. And I was like, hey, I know you know what this is. I know you know what to do. What do I do? And I did three soul retrievals. I was talking about it later with Kristen. And she was like, so have you ever done a soul retrieval with a healer? And I was like, no, what's that? And she was like, you literally just did it almost by the book three times for yourself. And I was like, that's where you can't deny that this stuff is, is accurate. And it's, yeah. it's just so insane to me that like, we have all of this untapped knowledge. Um, when I'm acting, uh, Ken, who 
has already is at this point is going to have already been on the podcast. So people will know him if they've been listening. Um, Ken frequently asks, do you know what it's like to blank with experiences and not saying, have you experienced this, but do you know what this is like? And I remember one time sitting in class back when we like met in person and he asked, I think I was doing some Shakespeare piece and he said, do you know what it is like to go crazy? And I had this moment of stillness and my soul was like, yes, you've done it. And I was like, all right, let's go. And so it's just so fascinating to me. And honestly, like that's one of my favorite things about acting and uh, being able to tap into those parts of our soul that had a life and they did live. And we get to keep telling those stories without having to, to actually live them. And then we can like safely come out of it. We don't have to go back into that, to living in that way, but it gives us a deeper understanding. Um, Yeah, I I agree. It gives a deeper understanding, not only of ourselves, but I feel like in general, um, because we're all, you know, human beings and we all tend to be judgmental, right? Mm -hmm. Of of people and their choices and, you know, what's going on with them and, and, you know, um, as much as, you know, you and I were like in the healing community and of course, like we it is a, a practice, like practicing yeah. compassion and like practicing, you know, like empathy, empathy and all of those things, putting yourself in other people's shoes. And of, of course, that's also what we do with acting. But I feel like with the added layer of knowing about your past lives, knowing that you, even, the, even though not in this life, but in other lives, you, your soul was capable of, of, of doing all these things and having all the experiences, like you're talking about, like going crazy. Like, um, I, I had 12 children, like all, all of these things that like today I would like, Whoa, that I would never do that. You know, yeah. and, and you know, people say, Oh, I could never do this. Oh, I would never do that. But it's like, well, maybe you already have, Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this, it enhances our ability to be compassionate with just about anybody. I totally know that we have done it maybe not in this life, but in other lives too. So it's, it's kind of like, you look back, like I had, um, so my husband, um, he also had a bunch of past lives. We've had a bunch of past lives together mm-hmm. and not, not all of them were great. Many of them were very, um, volatile and, and awful and like violent. And, and we would like switch places between like who was the oppressor and the oppressed and all kinds of things. So it's kind of, um, yeah. And, and just like in, in that way, like I, like, I remember when he told me about some of those past lives that were like really intense, like a part of me was like, got like a tad scared for like a split mm-hmm. second. Oh my God, he was just a terrible person, like in, in other lives. And it was just, you know, just like the split second. Cause I know this, <laughs> I know this work and I'm like, well, so did you It's like, um, but he's not now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, even, even if you don't believe in past lives, I think even just in this life, we have lived so many lives. Like, you know, I look at myself, yeah. I was five years ago and I'm like, well, that feels like lifetimes ago. I was a different person. I have changed. I have evolved. The choices I made back then are not choices I would make today. So it's also helpful. I think um, looking even further into the past um, it sort of like brings your current past into perspective. And be like, okay, well, I wouldn't judge myself for something I did in a past life hundreds of years ago. Why am I judging myself for something that I did five years ago? I wasn't even the same person. Yeah. So it's sort of, it's just knowing about this stuff and, and, you know, whether you believe it or not, just hearing those stories and like, and putting yourself very quite literally in those shoes because your soul has been through these experiences, yeah. um, just brings 
all of life and like humanity uh, into into perspective and, and makes you more compassionate and understanding for yourself, like towards yourself and everybody else, which is really um, what we all need, right? Yeah, I completely agree. And like, as you were saying that there are things, I don't know why this is coming up because I wasn't going to talk about this, but I recently discovered a past life that was like a very long time ago where um, there, I mean, there were a lot of facets to this one, but I had been doing an exercise in in the present, in this life um, about, it was a speed writing exercise about my relationship to men. And I discovered, I was like, oh my God, I am so angry at men. And I am, I have so much resentment and hurt about them. And I was like, no wonder I'm not in a relationship. Like a part of my soul has this huge negative bubble around men. And I was like, I, I've done so much work in this lifetime about what's happened here. And I was like, this can't be just this life. Like I could feel it coming through, uh, like right in my gut and going back and learning about those past experiences and why I was carrying that resentment was so empowering because it was like, oh, one, that was a different time period. Different things were acceptable Two, I'm in a very different position right now. And three, I can release that. Like my soul doesn't have to carry that anymore. There were other agreements and things that we had to untie, but like on a base level, the permission to release those feelings and recognizing that releasing your own judgments or um, resentments in this life does not make you vulnerable. And I think a lot of people, I mean, I know when I ended my last relationship, I uh, was so hurt by the way that things ended. And so I had to stay in a place of anger for a little bit to keep myself from going back into the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until I felt like I was safely far enough away that I could be like, okay, it's safe for me to release this anger. It's safe for me to release these things because I know now that I don't actually want to go back into that. But I think sometimes people have a fear of releasing their fears and their resentments because it can feel very vulnerable. And I think when you can attach it to a past life and be like, wow, this like doesn't even have to do with the things that I am worried about, um, it can provide a lot of freedom. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, um, I, I know that you and I talked about this specifically the other day. Um, this happens very often in relationship to other people. Like when we have like really intense, inexplicable soul level connections with other people, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, so, so we, so, which confuses us because it's tugging at those threads that, that are, are, are from past life and like maybe, um, uh, a life that wasn't finished, you know, like I've had had a couple of lives with this one person who like every single one of our lives, we weren't able to finish mm-hmm. our lives together, you know, as, as, a, as a couple, like a married couple or like in one life, we were even we were brother and sister and like he died away from me and like all, all kinds of things. Wait, I have a, such a similar thing. I'm going to share mine after because they like <laughs> mirror each other in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a it's so beautiful that we choose to come back and like in in one form or another uh, whether we choose to like 
quote unquote, be together in a romantic relationship in this life, or maybe it's a friend, or maybe it's a boss, or like, you know, however we choose to show up. But it's like this thing of, because sometimes these things happen and it really confuses us, especially if we are a in a relationship already and we get confused because we have this inexplicable, super intense connection with this other person. And of course, the way that we've been taught about love and romance in all like books and, and TV shows and movies and everything, like it's like this big, huge, dramatic, emotional, deep thing and whatever. So we, we think maybe that we're, we're in love with this person and we should be with this person. Um, so once you know that that connection might mean a past life and then you may be if you choose to do so like go go in there and see oh what was that about or like with with the help of someone who knows how to do that it brings so much freedom because then you can just relax the whole confused part of yourself and the part of yourself that thinks that you need to okay does this mean that I need to break up with my current person and start to be with that person but maybe that person is even in a relationship and then you can just like be free from feeling like there's any there's nothing being asked of you here you know what I mean it's just, it is still your choice, yeah. you know? And I had a friend who also had a really intense uh, past life connection with someone. And he, um, it, like, it, it came to the point where like they were discussing, he was like, I, I that, that they talked about how they would like to um, get back together. And she was like, I cannot explain this. She was like, I was looking at him. I was hysterically crying. And I was like, come home. She was like, that's how yeah. I felt. Like I had, I had been with him. At a, at a retreat for like two weeks she was like it was just bonkers I felt like I was going crazy again yeah. people think they're crazy they're just going crazy like what's the matter with me she's like but that's truly how I felt and then he decided that you know what um I appreciate everything that we've learned from each other so far in all of our past lives um but this person that I'm with right now um she's a new connection it's still a soul connection mm-hmm. even though it's new and I want to explore this new person that and this new soul essentially that is and see, see what that will do. So I just remember like um, the first time that I, you know, cause I was just like feeling very confused. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. What is going on with this person? And then I got, oh, you've had this life and, that, and like all of these lives that we've had together. And I was like, oh, that explains it. Oh, okay. So I don't have to look at, look at this person as someone who I, I should have quote unquote, like pursued something with like, no, no, no. The, the connection is just intense and strong because we've already had so many experiences together. And I feel like I've known him forever, even though we barely spent any time together because I have known him forever. Yeah. (laughs) Known him for like a bunch of past lives. So just what, like if there's anyone out there who's like, who is struggling with that at the moment, like being feeling like they're in the midst of an unrequited love or they have this inexplicable connection, but it's not appropriate or the, the person is not available or you're not available or still, that that person or that dynamic is not healthy for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this would be a bad idea to be with this person. Like, yes, we're feeling this strong and inexplicable connection. Yes. I feel like I may be in love with this person. Yes. I feel like I've known them forever. Um, but like, if you would look at the facts, you would be like, we do not align. Like our values do not align. Um, the, you know, this would be a very unhealthy um, situation, unhealthy, um, um, dysfunctional, you know, boundaries, unhealthy dynamics, all of those things. So it's like, once you have the freedom from needing to do anything about it in this life, and just knowing that, oh, it's because of all these other lives that this is happening, Mm -hmm. it can help you just like start to like, let it go, or just kind of like accept it for what it is in this life, rather than feeling that 
you know, feeling that yearning or feeling that you need to do something or feeling that you need to uproot your entire life or like, you know, just, just keeping yourself in the state of, of confusion and, and overwhelm. So it's um, when I found past lives uh, years ago, especially when it came to like sort of like confusing connections with other people. And this also has to do with friendships, like like really yeah. bad friendships that I've had that I'm like, oh, okay, now that explains it with like past life and karma, stuff like that, that, that came up. And it's just so helpful to, to know that. And it's just sort of like brings you peace, whether it needs to be healed or if it's just informational, like you said before, it, it is, it is just very, it can be very soothing and healing just to, to know that it, that you're not crazy, A, <laughs> and B, yeah. that like, that you don't have to do anything about it. Like you don't have to keep thinking about it. You don't have to keep spinning in the past, like what you shoulda, woulda, coulda, all, all of those things. You just, nope, you can just let it go, you know? Yeah. And if, and if you're, you're meant to meet each other again in this life or in the next, then that'll happen, you yeah. know? I wasn't going to share this exactly, but I think something else that can happen that can be equally, if not more confusing is when you haven't, when the issues haven't been resolved in past lives. Yeah. So like I was in a relationship with somebody who uh, we had something like six past lives together and none of them were resolved. None of them ended well. We never got what we were looking for. And, um, and there were a lot of agreements. There were a lot of, uh, there were just like a lot of things tying us together. And like, when we talk about ties to another person, this person and I had like a ropes course, like it was insane. <laughs> and so a whole web. Uh, truly. And like, I spent a good like year and a half unraveling these things and like, uh, and it felt like every month there was like something new that I was finding that was tying us together. And, um, and when I finally got really released from all of that, I got a text message from him. <laughs> And he like kind of snarkily said something because also I very much feel that when we uh, shift things in ourselves that affect others, they can feel it too, which is why like nine times out of 10, if I'm doing work where I'm like unraveling something that has to do with another person in my life, they'll come into my life like minutes later or like an hour later, they'll call and be like, I was just thinking about you. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm shifting your understanding of our relationship. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but he texted and was like, uh, and I basically made it clear, like, I'm so sorry, but I am not available for this relationship. And, uh, and he said something snarkily about like, all right, well maybe in our next life together or something. And in my head, I was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Cause I was like, I healed a lot of stuff. So I don't think this is going to happen again, but, uh, we're done. We're yeah. done. We're yeah. No more vows, no more agreements. We're I done. was like, there's nothing else. I have no more ties to you. Um, but I just thought that was so funny. And so every so often I'll be like, maybe in my next life. Mm -hmm. But that also brings, brings again, so much peace when, when you're just like, oh, I'll have, I'll have more opportunities. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's okay in this life and in the, in the next life, you know? So mm -hmm. it's kind of, yeah, it can bring a lot of peace. It, it And it's so funny because you're saying that like the people can feel it. It is so true. Just like with all of this work, um, this isn't specifically passive. This is more ancestral, but mm -hmm. I this again weird inexplicable I'm like what is going on between me and another person who was um who was working with me and I and I uh, met with my healer and I was like I don't know what is happening I was like he um he won't even look me in the eyes I'm like this is really uncomfortable and we, we need to be able to work together and like there's some something's something weird is going on um something that's like beyond 
sitting down and just having a discussion. You know what I mean? Because some, yeah. sometimes you just need to do the, the human thing of like sitting down and having a conversation with someone. I'm not saying every time something's going on, you need to go like, straight to someone and like you will have had life, but this yeah. is just and it was something that had to do with our ancestors and our ancestors mm-hmm. had, like insane, like beef with one another. Um, so it kind of, it feels like a past life because it happened a long time ago, but it belonged yeah. to neither one of us. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Hey, I am here enjoying my life. He's here enjoying his life. It's really not our responsibility to uphold some like 200 year old grudge between you know our ancestors that were neighbors that one but something with like property or you know what I mean something like that that I'm like I don't even those laws don't even exist anymore you know um and literally the the next time I came into work the next time I came into work he looks at me and goes hey good morning and I'm like are you kidding me it was the and I was like good morning and I, I had to like really like yeah (laughs) control myself and be like that was crazy because in my head I was like being super patient and like oh it might take a couple of weeks to like unravel nope it was instant it was actually instant and like from then on out like no problem all communication was like so clear and so easy and like working with this person was just a a dream essentially yeah Uh, it's so crazy. And like, I have two stories like that. I, a few weeks ago, actually, or I guess it was a little longer now. It was like a couple months ago. Um, my mom called me and she was telling me about this thing at work where she like, uh, instead of acting in the way she used to, she was like, no, I don't have to do this anymore. And like acted in a different way. And it had to do with like a sense of self-worth and like being grounded in, um, in her own power. And I just started laughing on the phone and she goes, you did a healing about this, didn't you? I was like, maybe like three weeks ago, I did an ancestral healing, like through the family line. And she was like, okay, great. But another time that happened, um, was that, uh, the relationship that sounds similar to yours, where it was like, we had, I want to say like three or four, maybe five past lives together where we played different roles in each other's lives, but we were always very close. And um, like at one point we were, he was my older brother, we were best friends, uh, we were married. And I remember the first time I saw him, our eyes met and it was one of those things that was like, I know you. And we both kind of looked at each other like, huh, but we like couldn't figure it out. And then a few weeks later, he was like, oh, I found you on Facebook. We have all these mutual friends. Like, I think that it's probably just like through them. And we were like, yeah, sure. Then I learned about past lives and I was like, oh, because then we started like talking and this was like years after that experience. We started talking and it was very confusing because every day, even just within myself, and I, I mean, I can't speak for him, but I think it was a similar experience. It was like, I don't actually know what role you I want you to play in my life like do i just want to be friends with you do i want you to be like a mentor to me do i am i interested in a romantic relationship and it was just so confusing so i worked with my healer and she was like yeah it's probably partially because uh in every single one of our lives we never made it past like our mid-20s like that was the latest we made it together and so we never lived out our lives together and everything in our relationships was very sweet and like there was nothing that was like a huge conflict or anything like that it was just like a great lovely relationship in various forms and so 
and the, you actually said this about how sometimes there's this inexplicable sweetness between souls and it's like oh and i still feel that so strongly about this person but um in one of those past lives i passed away soon after we had gotten married and we were on a boat and there was a whole thing but he had a wound about feeling like he failed me and like he couldn't protect me and he didn't do his job as a husband and um and he'd been carrying on to that wound and so i mean we always have divine sovereignty so my healer asked um like do you want to heal this wound knowing that it will likely change how he's interacting with you because he's no longer going to feel obligated and i was like i don't like i love the attention but like i also don't want to be living my life now based on past lives and like based on things that are no longer relevant um and so we healed it and i kid you not the next day he like stopped texting me at all and i was like mm, all right cool like we know what that was um but it was so crazy to me that literally we healed the thing bam his soul understood like i'm not obligated to this person and and like there were some other facets too the relationship that like made it slightly complicated but it was definitely one of those things where i was like wow okay message received like yep message for clarity like we're done like that's it yeah. um i remember when um so so there was a this was like a few years ago where my husband and i were going through a really rough time and uh we sort of we broke up for like two months and and then we decided to like, no, we're going to get back together and we're going to, we're going to make this work. Mm -hmm. And so I went to my healer and I was like, Hey, I just want to make sure like I'm going back uh, into like, I'm like recommitting essentially to my, to my marriage. Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to like make sure that there's nothing else. I was like, I have a feeling that, um, that there's something, you know, and this is something that we, we often know this just like intuitively, we can just sense, we can just feel something's not right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like something needs to be looked at. And there was this thing where I had at, at like in uh, like many lives ago, essentially, I had reserved, like taken, taken a part of my heart, essentially, mm. put it into like a neutral space and dedicated it to this one soul. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, so my heart was actually incomplete. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to take this piece for you and it's going to be here. And so, so, so that, that part of my heart is not even going to be available. Like I'm not even going to carry it with me because it belongs to you. Uh, it was this really beautiful um, healing that she was, and she asked like, and again, she asked, would you like to, you know, to bring this part of your heart back? And I was like, yes, I would. I was like, I don't want to walk around in this life with an incomplete heart. Yeah. And then in the middle of it, I, I got um, a part of me like that scared part, probably that's that thread that, you know, still with the with the sweetness, you know, between uh, me and this other soul. I was like, like, I, I just got this like a sort of panicky breath. And like and in that moment, it was like as she sensed it or something or they they sensed it, my guides. Mm -hmm. And they were like, just so you know, this doesn't mean that you are ruining anything <laughs> between yeah. like, there's always going to be this sweetness between you and this other person. And you're just making sure that you are whole. Right. Yeah. And I was just, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> because yeah. like, and that is what's so interesting because like you are, because these choices are not always easy to make. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I, I would, would argue that sometimes the choices that are the most difficult to make are the ones that are the most worthwhile, you know, but it was like, well, I can, <laughs> I can 
choose to, to keep this piece here. And I was just like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why? I'm like, look, we're not, we don't have any kind of relationship in this life at, at, the, at the present moment. You know, like we don't serve any purpose in, in each other's lives other than just the fact that we're so connected from these past lives. So I was like, that would just be very, um, it, would it wouldn't be the healthiest <laughs> of choices to, to choose to leave a part of my heart out of, out of my feel, out of my energy feel, out of my body in, in yeah. life. Um, so that's also interesting that it's, um, that, that, you know, the, the, the power, the power of choice and like how difficult these choices can be. And even though in the moment you're like, yep, yeah, let's bring this piece back. And then it starts to happen. And then you're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to. And yeah. that kind of like, um, uh, solidified for me how powerful past lives are, you know, and how powerful our free will and our choices are as well. So, so if there's anyone out there, that's like, you know, you always have a choice, you know, you can always be like, you know, Hey, like there's this past life that, you know, needs to be healed. Do you want to heal it? You can say yes or no. Like you don't yeah. have to, Yeah. you don't have to, if you don't want to, but it's kind of like, well, do you want to, how do, how do you want to move forward in your life? Like, do you want to feel stronger and more empowered? And that means that maybe you won't have as, as a dramatic or strong of a, a tug at this specific thread to this specific person that you've had all these past lives with, yeah. or you know, time to move on. And that's always our, or choice to do, but it's, it's rarely an easy choice, you know, so even though sometimes it's, it's an obvious choice, um, the most logical choice, or even, even the most heart, heart centered, just like it is time choice, you know, yeah. but it's not easy. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that in the middle of the healing, you felt that like, Oh, but wait, do I really want to do this? Cause that happened with me with a client earlier this week of doing a healing. I honestly like don't even remember what we were doing, but as something started to clear, I sensed and I was like, and your guys want me to tell you that like, this is going to, this is okay. And like, it's okay to blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yep. Okay, great. Cause that's what I was starting to feel. And I was getting a little panicky and I was like, yep, they know they can sense it. Yeah. And that story reminded me, um, cause earlier I was thinking about like weird facts about past lives that I just like know from experience. And, uh, we've kind of mentioned this already, but you can relive certain roles in life with the same people. And my mom was my mom in a past life. And at mm -hmm. one point we healed um, a wound about, um, I died unexpectedly as a kid in that life. And so my healer was like, does your mom have like random panics that you're unsafe? And I was like, Yes, like all the time. My mother will text me at least once a month and be like, just let me know that you're okay. And I'm like, why? Like I'm literally sitting in my apartment. And she was like, yeah, that's probably because she's still experiencing this past life wound of like the sudden shock that your child is gone uh, and you were that child. So with you, that wound is heightened. And like, sure enough, we healed it. And mom, if you're listening, you haven't done this in a while. So like, don't pick it up again. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that can happen also. Um, I mean, I haven't done a healing like this for 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 anyone, but I've heard about this that um, sometimes with uh, parent child dynamics, um, the the roles are switched. Like mm -hmm. in a past, 
child was the parent's parent. Yeah. So the dynamics in this life are confusing for everybody. Yeah. Um, and and that that is something that uh, past lives can can help with. Uh, past life healings can help with this. All it's kind of like restore the balance and just like hey, just making sure that the roles are clear. The roles from from the past life are they're different in 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 this life. Yeah. I also um, the other fun fact that I love sharing because I'm still so fascinated by this is that. Uh, you can be your own ancestor. Oh yeah, isn't that so, so meta? That is so like okay, Inception. Or <laughs> it's so crazy. And like, I actually am my own ancestor, but it's like way, 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 way back. And I remember when we figured it out, we were doing something, and my healer was like, "But you don't have a biological sibling in this life," and they keep referring to your brother, and like we couldn't figure it out. And finally, she was like, "Wait a minute." And she like checked in and she's like, oh, oh, they're referring to your brother in this past life who's also in your family line because you're your own ancestor. And I was like, mind totally blown. But also like it makes sense. I get it. Totally. But also that meant that the wounding from that life – oh, I'm now remembering what that was too. Um, The wounding from that life was like double tied to me because it was both Mm -hmm. ancestral and a past life. It's so cool. I love this stuff. <laughs> Me too. I love this stuff. And and that also because I, I feel like often ancestral and past lives are so <laughs> just very, very connected. And so when I started doing doing this work, I was also like feeling, I felt very insecure about it. I was so insecure about it because I was like, I'm feeling called to do this work. Like if this speaks to me on a level that is just, in, again, inexplicable. Yeah. No one in my family is doing this work. No one in my family that I know of has done this work like as far as far back as I as I know you know um that includes like tarot all all of that magic stuff all of the healing like shamanic stuff so I was just like I felt like such an imposter mm. because I didn't I, I felt like you know like this thing you hear like oh people come from a long line of witches oh everyone in my family is psychic oh everyone you know what I mean yeah and so also just knowing that I had done all of these things in in past lives when that was I was like, oh, that, that makes me feel uh, so much better, you know, because like, yes, you're saying that you can be your own ancestor, but also you having had past lives kind of makes you your own ancestor in like uh, in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so after I knew that I was like, oh, I know how to do this because I've just done it. But then it was so yeah. interesting what came out of the woodwork as I started doing this work, all of a sudden the other day, my mom goes, you know that I, after, after I've been doing tarot for like years, right? And this was literally just like a couple of months ago. She goes, you know, I I had a tarot deck once. And I was like, oh? She was like, yeah, I, I got one once. She was like, oh, but I just didn't have the, have the patience or the, you know, whatever, the time to learn how to work it. And I was like, interesting. And then I'm like kind of looking back on, uh, on those things and like, oh, my, family is like really interested in dreams we talk about our dreams all the time you know what I mean so that's something um and then my dad told me also the other day he was like oh yeah you're you're my grandmother used to read cards I was like she did like I just like stuff that I had no idea so it was so interesting that like first I was just like okay you needed to know that I've done this in past lives and then as I started doing the thing turns out <laughs> you yeah. know I mean? that actually there, there were people in your ancestry that, that did that. So 
you know, if you're feeling called to do any, any of those things, you know, just, just start doing them. You know, I think you're doing everybody, uh, both in your past lives and your ancestral lines, like a, a huge favor yeah. <laughs> by, by, you know, like healing them because also like so, so many of them probably needed to do it in hiding. You yeah. Know. And that's what I was just going to say. I think that's such a testament to the power of community because, mm-hmm. which is also why I created the energy studio online community, because I was like, so many people don't have this. And because, I, think, sorry, I just want to go for it. Like, oh, I, I can't talk about this with anybody. If I talk yeah. about this, people, they're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to think I'm insane. They're going to, you know, like fire me from this job. They're going to question my mental health. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that was literally the entire reason I made this online community because I was like, God, I, I feel so lucky to have people in my life that I could talk to about this as I was learning about it and discovering it. And I think it's so important because, I mean, my life has changed so drastically since starting this work and in such incredible ways. And the lives of the people that I love dearly have changed as well. And um And like I had a similar experience where I used to be, well, I went through a few years where I was closely studying The Course in Miracles and I like got my mom into it and and no one ever really talked about it. And I was like, where do I come from in my family? Like, I don't like none of this stuff was really talked about. Like, yes, I was raised with the belief of um, you just have to believe in something. It doesn't have to be that like you believe in God or like one thing. It's just, you have to believe you're not doing it alone. But I was kind of like, where did I come from? And then as I started being open about it and like telling my parents about it, I was one time I went home and my dad was like, oh yeah, when I met your mom, I was doing A Course in Miracles. And I was like, excuse me, what? And my mom later told me, cause I told her that she was like, oh yeah, he was doing that. And she said, I was in a place in my life where she didn't feel that she could really like look at the world in that way yet. Like she had so much to heal and work on herself. And she was like, so honestly, I kind of discouraged him from it. And she was like, I kind of feel like I took him away from it a little bit. But then I was home and my dad, who's now remarried and his wife was in the kitchen too. He was like, yeah, I have some books for you. Goes downstairs and pulls out all of these like so dusty books that like clearly haven't been opened. They're like yellowed. They've been sitting in the basement for years and they're all about this stuff. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) why has this been in the basement? And here you have this daughter who's like out in the yard singing to the nature and, and no one thinks to talk about it because it's just not part of, or it hasn't been part of our culture. And I think that when one person takes the risk to do anything, it inspires others to feel okay being who they are and exploring who they are and exploring these uh, different ways of being. Um, And I think there's so much power in that. And that's my TED talk. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. I feel like that's a solid place to wrap up this episode. I was thinking, Jen, I was like, if we don't end on this note, this should just, <laughs> I was like, this is just such a beautiful, like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like I a bow, like tying a bow on this, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's a fabulous place to end. Uh, I love our conversations. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, um, my pleasure. Also, if people have any questions about past lives or anything like that, like hop on the online community and ask questions because that's what it's for. And uh, you can join the online community 
by going to our Instagram or the website, which will be linked in the show notes. And there's a section that says join the online community. And it's totally off of social media. So you don't have to worry about like running into your high school boyfriend who is now married with six kids. And, uh, you know, so it's a very safe place. And come find a community because clearly we like talking about this stuff. (laughs) We could talk about this for like hours more, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we do talk about it (laughs) for hours. (laughs) So amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this and we will talk soon. Yes, we will. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Energy Studio Podcast. If you work in a creative career, I want to let you know about my course, Unblock Your Creative Career. Unblock Your Creative Career is a nine-week intensive that combines psychology, industry knowledge, and energy healing to help you realign and thrive as a creative being. For more information about Unblock Your Creative Career, check out my website, the-energy-studio.com. If you're interested in other course offerings or some free downloads, check out our free online community. There's a link in the show notes to join. And last but certainly not least, if you enjoyed the music at the beginning of this episode, check out the album Shadow People by our dear friends over at the Heartstrings Project. It was released back in December of 2020, and Deepak Chopra has already named it one of the top new albums of the year. That's all for now. We'll talk soon.